guys, welcome back to the Hippie Dyslexic Homestead. So today is gonna to be a little bit longer um, than normal because I really wanna to talk to you guys about homesteading. So I hear often, oh my goodness, you homestead, that's the life I would love to live. Uh, and there is some kind of like romantic idea behind homesteading. It's been inbred into our society that we have homesteaders that went and explored the West and uh, they were homesteaders and there's some kind of like love behind it, right? But not everybody really understands what it is. So I thought I'd take a couple minutes. I'd talk about homesteading and the pros and cons. So please join me on this episode of home, learning to homestead and seeing if it's right for you. So this is something that I've wanted for a very long time. It started off when I started to learn about our food systems when, um, oh my gosh, it's been probably about, I don't know, 11 or 12 years. And I had always loved to garden. I grew up with people all around me gardening. My Pretty much everybody in my family has some type of garden, like whether it's a flower garden or it's food. Most of my family that I did not grow up with grow a garden for food. My dad always had a summer garden. So when I went to go see him in the summertime, I would see him growing this garden, my aunts and uncles, just everybody really. And I didn't really quite understand it at that point in time. I didn't understand the work. I didn't really understand, you know, I was never involved in the actual planting or any of it. And I didn't really know why they garden. And I mean, nobody was like, oh, I'm gardening, you know, for these reasons. It was just something that I knew my family did. And as I grew up, I was more like, I would have called myself like city girl. The, I would wanted the city or suburban life. I didn't really, you know, plan on homeschooling or homesteading or anything like that. I just wanted to travel and just be free and, um, yeah, just have fun. I didn't really, I don't guess I wouldn't say I was technically a responsible young adult. Um, and then I, of course, got married and had kids. And when um, my daughter was uh, younger, we had some issues um, with, she basically uh, got a vaccine and um, has vaccine injury. And that's when I really started to question everything, my whole world around me. And I just started questioning, like, why is this happening? Why, you know, all these different things, you know, just really started questioning everything. And I started to learn about food. And when I started to learn about the food systems, I was like, okay, I want to get off of this. I want to get out of this life. I want to provide healthy food. You know, I nursed my kids, both of them, for over a year. And even that was against the grain at that point in time. I mean, nobody in my family nursed. Um, pretty much everybody I knew didn't nurse. I don't even know where this idea of nursing came from, honestly. It may have just been because I was like, oh, we are so broke and I need to nurse and I know it's good for the, it's better for the baby, you know? And then I started to make my own baby food. So um, I was, you know, using uh, breast milk and I'd blend it in, you know, when they first started eating um, food and the cereals and things like that when they were younger. So that way they're getting more nutrients. And then I made all of their food. I would just cook whatever I was cooking. We ate a lot of frozen vegetables without anything added. And then I would just uh, cook it a little bit longer and I would just blend it up. And I, that's what I fed my kids. And then 
when we had moved to Texas, um, I guess my daughter was about a year and a half, I started to work um, in a variety of different places and we would go to the farmer's market and that's where my mind was like blown. Um, a guy we had met was like, he was selling milk, raw milk, and was like, I was like, oh my gosh, you can drink that? I had no idea, by the way, I don't even drink milk. And he was like, oh yeah, it's way better. And he tried to, you know, he told me about how he used to work for um, big milk companies and how he just couldn't do what they were doing to the milk. And he just, you know, was against it basically. And so he gave us a free court and we went home and we tried it and we tried it with all of our neighbors and friends. And it was, a, it was completely different than what we would taste it. And we were buying organic milk from the store. So we were buying organic milk and then we tried this and it was completely different, grass-fed, um, raw milk. And I was just blown away by the difference. And then I started to research and that's where it got really, really bad is I started to research and research and do more research. And the more I learned, the more I was like, I am against this lifestyle. Like I want to do better. And so we just started slowly trying to garden here and there. And I mean, it was nothing big. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't say I had anything huge. I was trying to garden, like not what I'm doing now. I mean, it was like herbs and <laughs> things like that. I really didn't know what I was doing. And uh, I was learning to forage at that time too. Just, you know, just starting to, to learn about it. But I really did rely on the, the community of the farmer's markets to get most of my food, my meat and things like that. And then, um, we moved a couple of times, uh, and we ended up uh, near Memphis and we, I don't know, like my kids were, um, we decided to homeschool then. And then it was, um, like, I just started like, okay, I want to garden. And so we just started gardening and I didn't really know what I was doing. It was like trial and error. And I was reading and I was researching and I was learning and it was continuously just growing on me. Like I need to provide our own food. We must provide our own food. And so I was buying like bulk wheat at that point in time. I was firm, uh, really got into the fermenting even more. I did a little bit of fermenting, uh, in the past, but not to this extent. Like I was fermenting all types of foods. I was fermenting not only just kombucha, but like all types of stuff. And, um, it, it was just a complete life changer. And I was like, this is what I want. I want to homestead. I want chickens. I want, I want to homestead. This is like my dream. And so my, at that point in time, my daughter was uh, about four. And then we moved. When we moved to South Dakota, it was like, okay, we're gonna, if we stay here, I want to homestead. So I got chickens and we were learning, reading about goats. And I started to try to garden there. And then we moved. And we ended up um, in Oklahoma. And so I was like, okay, I know we're in a rental house. So I got growing bags and I just started growing things in my house and in growing bags, you know, lettuce and radishes. And, you know, like they call what the, what I did was called a, a salad garden. And then I did for, uh, continued the fermenting. I continued to do, um, the sprouting and all of that stuff. And same thing when we moved to Alaska and then when we moved to Alabama, we had not anticipated on staying in Alabama. And so when we moved there, um, we had decided to stay. And I was like, okay, if we stay, I want to sell my house in the suburbs and I want to homestead. Like, this is my dream. And so that's what we did. We found a place and we started homesteading. 
So this is, I just wanted to give you the backstory of how we ended up here because it wasn't something that was like inbred in, in me or my husband. It, it just, it wasn't anything that we were like, oh yes, this is what we want to do. Like from the very early age. So we, um, we got here and I was like, okay, chickens and garden. And I got the garden up quicker than the chickens came and the garden continues to grow and, you know, we're continuing to you know turkeys and guineas and working on rabbits and things like that um but gardening was like i started with i think five beds or maybe it was seven beds i don't even remember five or seven beds the first year and i was like and these are not small beds these are like 20 by 12 or 20 by 6 maybe uh beds or they're really big beds and i just started growing as much as i could and i was like hey i want to not buy food from the grocery store and that was uh two years ago um to grow on that end and even in the suburbs I just want to say guys even in the house that we lived in the suburbs we grew uh, what it's called like because um, we lived in an HOA so the things that we grew were pretty and they they were considered okay so like we grew blueberry bushes and we grew kale and um, cabbage that was you know it looked ornament or, or, it looked pretty <laughs> and we grew all kinds of other things you know I think we had a cherry tree out there so it was growing but it was okay by the hoa if that makes sense so you can do it you can do it in an apartment you could do this in um you know in your house in the suburbs you could do it almost you know you could start growing your own food anywhere so the reasons why i'm like wanting to talk about this is that i think my husband and i kept arguing not like me and arguing, but just not on the same page it felt like for a while on, are we homesteading or are we not homesteading? And he'd get upset, oh, we have more chickens. I don't want any more chickens. Or, oh my gosh, why do you have another bed? Why are you growing that? Like, And so we started talking about it. We had a really good conversation. And what we had realized is our definition of homesteading is two different things. So homesteading is basically being self-sufficient, not relying on you know, stores to provide food and to provide you, you know, with uh, the, the needs that you c yourself can provide, or at least to an extent. And um, that to me was, you know, food, of course, and uh, animals. And his idea of homesteading was to have a log cabin in the middle of the woods and to basically be secluded. And to be, so for me, I was like, well, that's more like a bush person, like, but you're still completely reliant on the grid or I say the grid, but as in like, you're still completely reliant on someone else giving you food, somebody else providing everything for you. And I think the last several years we've seen guys is, you know, a reason why we need to start being more uh, self-sufficient in some way or another, even if it's just growing heads of lettuce you know, like heads, I don't know how much lettuce is where you guys are at, but it's ridiculous here. I'm like, this is crazy. And, um, so once we started talking about that, it helped understand where we were at. He still wants to be in the world that we had, you know, 10 years ago, he still wants to travel and he just wants to, to do everything that he normally did. Um, but that's not where we're at. And I don't know, maybe it was God derived. I've, I've heard a lot of women, say that their husbands are not on board with homesteading like they want to do it but their husbands are not and i think 
maybe it's because we're nurturing, maybe because we are like, okay, we need to be sure our kids and our husbands fed. I'm not really sure. So I don't want to, I don't know why some women are just getting that before our husbands. I always felt like it was the other way around, but definitely this time in day, I definitely see a lot more women say, hey, we need to change this. So, um, we are, so here's the thing is homesteading. Let me talk about one of the things that I feel like most people don't really know. Um, or they think they know, but they don't really understand is when I hear someone say, Oh, I always wanted to homestead. I, that's the life I want to live. I want to say this, if you, this could be good and bad. So I, I put this as a pro and a con. It's hard work. It's getting up early. It's staying up late sometimes. Sometimes you have to get up in the middle of the night because there's animal things going on. Like we just have chickens and a pig and, you know, some other animals but as pets. But, like, yeah, in the middle of the night, sometimes I have to wake up and I have to deal with things. Um, not not very often, but if I had bigger animals, that, that would probably be worse. But um, I have to get up early to garden. I have bees, you know. I have to, okay, if I do something to my garden, it's, you know, I usually, sometimes I put diatomaceous earth down and I have to make sure that that's taken care of before they get up in the morning, which is like basically a little earlier than sunrise, I feel like. So I have to be sure I'm up and make sure that diatomaceous earth is off of the flowers so it doesn't harm them. Or, um, you know, it's you have to get up early so you're not getting struck by the heat in the middle of the day. Uh, some, it's a lot of work. If you think, you know, you would just rather watch TV, go to work, come home, watch TV, eat, you know, and and just relax. That's not the lifestyle. Like I barely watch TV. I and I don't really care for TV usually in the first place. Um I'd rather be outside working. So for me, I'm definitely way more toned. I'm fit. Like this is like a gym to me. I um I definitely have lost weight, but I'm, it's not like, oh, I've lost weight in a bad way, but it's more like I'm muscular. I'm toned. I'm way more in shape and, um, I feel healthier. I feel way more energized. I feel just really, really good and healthy and happy. And that's another pro It's like, I feel so happy. Um, I don't think I've ever been this happy. I don't have hardly any anxiety any longer. I hardly have a, a lot of issues that I was struggling with mentally, um, I don't have that here. Like I, I just don't have it, and it's it's hard to explain. Except for, um, it's just a there's a piece about it. There's just really a piece about it. So the hard work is totally worth it to me because I'm like, yep, I'm you know becoming healthier and I'm happier. And um, so the other thing I would say is food security, as we have seen lately with. The way the world is going the last several years, we see that there's lots of shortages. There's talk of food shortages and the prices are skyrocket. I feel like, um, like I'm just always in shock on how much everything has gone up. Every time I go to the store for something, I'm like, I cannot believe the price of this. Like I don't, I, I'm we're stopping to buy certain foods because I'm like, nope, we don't need it that bad. If <laughs> if I can't find or grow something similar, we, we're not getting it. Um, so there is like a a great food security there. Um, that's you know, definitely worth it. And, um, that's definitely a pro. Uh, another con I would say is it's hard. It can be hard emotionally. So if you have animals, um, this is where in the beginning, when we first had chickens, this was my hardest, hardest thing 
was we lost chickens and I would just cry. I was so upset because it was like, okay, what did I do wrong? And, um, you know, just trying to figure that out and, um, try to understand it all. So emotionally it can be hard when I lose my, when I lost my guineas, you know, when, um, I lost my cat to coyotes, you know, all of that is emotionally can be hard. I lost half of, I would maybe not half, but most of my harvest, I feel like last year due to cucumber beetles that was very difficult emotionally because I was like I put all of this hard work into this and you know it's frustrating sometimes when things you know things like that happen um and this I'm going to say is a pro especially for dyslexics is that um lots of problem solving it's it's a huge logic puzzle I feel like you are trying to figure out a problem that you may know there might be a solution you know there's just so many things like when I plant I have to think because I do a certain type of planting called intensive planting um, I don't do it too extensively but I or intensively but I do do it pretty intensively like my rows I basically make the most out of my garden as possible so that's a lot of work like I'm, actually, I'm pruning a lot of times and I'm growing things up so that way other things can grow underneath so instead of like you just do one row of things like for instance if you just do one bed of corn, I have in my bed of corn, I have sunflowers, I have spinach, I have roots, like such as beets and um, radishes. And so when you put all of that stuff together, you have to be sure, okay, how is it all going to work together? You have to know like the soil science behind it. You have to know what feeds, what takes, um, what what type of bugs are going to attract to this. Um, so there, there's a lot of learning. So that would be, I think, another pro slash con. It depends on how the way you look at it. I love learning. And I absolutely love um, learning as I, as I do it as well. I think that's the best for me is I'm learning as I do things. And um, so if you like to learn, this is absolutely one of the best ways to learn so many new skills. Um, I think this should be taught for, to every child is just basic uh, gardening and basic foraging. Like those two things are there should be taught to every single person. Um, and then, uh, let's see, another, uh, pro would be that you have so much time. I feel like, like, yes, you're working so hard and there's so many hours to be put into your land, but at the same time you have time. Like, I don't feel as rushed and I don't feel as stressed out. Like, oh, I have to go, 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 go. Like when we lived in the suburbs, I just felt like I was on the go 24-7. And now I get to choose, you know, like this is a lifestyle choice, of course. But I get to choose, is this something I want to do? Or is this something, you know, that I need to do? Um, so, of course, it's I do a lot more running around because of, we do homeschool the kids. So they have different activities. Um so that, that's a balance, I think, but I definitely don't feel as rushed or as stressed out by society. Like I'm like, I'm kind of outside of society in a sense where I'm not just rushed and stressed out by whatever's going on. And you definitely have to have like, you know, I guess stamina and you definitely have to always keep trying. You know, if I let something you know, if something goes bad, for instance, with cucumber beetles and I lost some of my harvest, you know, a lot of people that some people, I guess I shouldn't say a lot. There's some people out there who are like, never mind, I don't want to do this again. Like it was a failure and they quit, but you have to keep trying in this lifestyle there. You know, you, you choose in a lifestyle 
and you have to choose to try again. You have to continue to learn. I was talking to a lady, I can a lot of food. Um, and that's another thing you learn to can and dehydrate in different ways to save food. And, uh, there was one lady I was talking to recently at Walmart. She said, Oh, I tried to can one time and, uh, it was a disaster and I'll never do that again. And I was like, well, I've, I've done a lot of things that are disasters. I've canned lots of times where it was a disaster, but you just keep doing it. And so there's definitely that aspect of it. You have to kind of have some grit in it. You have to just go, okay, well, what can I learn from this? And uh, what can I change to make it better? And then, you know, just talk to other people, which is another pro is the homestead community. You know, these people understand what's going on. So they're usually very helpful. You know, they're, they're there to help you. They're understanding. They're just really great people to be around. And, um, and so you just, you have a community, but yet it's not like I need need you everyday community if that makes any sense it's like I have a friend I haven't seen in you know three months but that's okay because we're kind of busy but I know if I pick up the phone and I say hey I need you to come here or we need something right over you know that type of type of thing and so it's a really great community and uh the other thing I would say is a pro and con, the way, depending on the way you look at it, is money. So I think a lot of people will say, okay, I'm going to, you know, live off the grid and I'm, um, or homestead and I'll never have to use, you know, buy anything ever again. I'll never have to use a dollar. Well, that, that's not quite true. So I will say it's very expensive to get started. So, um, this was something for my husband that was having a difficulty. He doesn't garden. He, he doesn't really have interest in technically the homestead itself. Um, I do everything. So he goes to work and uh, still continues to live his like, I guess, modern lifestyle. And I do the home setting, basically. So you know, you're, you're, if you're and your spouse are on two different pages, it can be done being on the same, you know, one person can stay home and homestead and the other person can go to work if, if that's what you guys choose to do. So it can be done with different views. But um, uh so when he was looking at how much all of the, you know, stuff was costing to start homesteading, for instance, all of my garden beds and we had to get uh, fencing and things like that, he was very frustrated. He was like, this is ridiculous. Now, I will say that we live in an area that does not have very good soil. We live basically on top of rocks. There, it's very, very hard, like clay, rocky soil. So not much really grows naturally. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that do grow naturally, but like as far as like trying to garden and that soil is really difficult. So you, you have to amend it, you have to prepare it and kind of get it better for whatever you're growing. So it's very expensive up front, or it can be very expensive up front. Um, and he was like, I can't like, are we going to make food from this? Like this is, you know, he was, he was not happy. Okay. And which is understandable. Like you go and spend a thousand dollars and you're, you don't get that instant gratification that can be hard. So now we're going into, I think, our second full season um, of gardening, and it has paid off now, especially now with the, the prices the way they are. And um, so it, it's, you save money in the long run, but up, clo up front, when you're first buying everything, it is expensive. And so that's why you really need to be good at reusing. So that'd be my other tip. Um, if you think you run a homestead, this can be, um, this is a pro and a con. So 
you have to learn how to reuse your material that you have because if you don't and you just waste it then you're gonna have to rebuy this and this like my husband is very much like oh it, it doesn't work we'll just get a new one where I'm more like no let's let's sit back let's try to fix this or let's try to use this or if we're not using something right away you know we could store it or whatever but let's not just throw things away just because you don't have a use for them right now so this goes back into different mentality so I think like for instance I tell my husband all the time the difference is I grew up poor and you grew up you had you were they was like middle class and even though he says that he was poor he had more money than we did growing up and I watched like we came from my whole family you know I would say has struggled I see my grandparents gardening and providing their own food and you know keeping things and you know that's the way I grew up same with my dad my dad keeps things just in case something happens and not to an extent of like hoarding where you can't walk in but I might need this so I'm going to put this away and then that's trash and so my husband didn't have that growing up like his family you know I think his family has money I they're lawyers and um, business owners and nurses you know that that's way more than I had growing up we didn't go on vacations like the way he went on vacations and it's just two different growing up styles so and that's okay um, but I will say that if you can learn to reuse things that is going to save you money and it's going to be way better in the long run for I mean not only should you be reusing things anyway you know to kind of keep the landfill not as gross as it is but it also saves you money so um yeah you have to use that creativity and so I think that's where a lot of times my dyslexia and comes in is like oh what can this be used for and it's like something you know odd or you know different um that you wouldn't expect it to be used but it works and that's what matters um and I will say this one is probably definitely a big con, uh, especially for our family. Um, I, I guess it really depends on um, the way you like to live. So my, um, you know, we've been traveling for basically, I don't know, 14 years. I feel like um, maybe more, 16 years traveling, moving, uh, you know, every six months to every year, we were moving to another state. My kids have seen every state except for Hawaii. They have lived in like 14 states uh, my son my daughter is just now turning 14 to give you an idea of how many like how that is um, they have been they've traveled we've traveled the world with them and so when you homestead you can't just pick up and go so this is something my husband's having a very very hard time with not only because the world that we're living in right now makes it difficult to travel uh, prices and different uh, measurements and the war and, and all of those things. But now it's not just, hey, let's go for a weekend somewhere and we could just, you know, take the dogs with us and pack up and go. Well, it's not it's not that easy. Um, you know, I have to have somebody look after the garden and after the chickens and now after the pig and you know it's there's more more behind that. And um somebody has to stay behind, it's usually me. So that is hard for me because it's like, oh, I wanna go to these places too. Um, you know, like he's gone to just, just last, this last month, he's gone to Nashville and Memphis. Um, and you know, I wasn't able to go. So, and that's okay. I don't get mad at it. I'm not like, you know, resentful or anything like that. It's just like, man, I kind of wish I could have gone, but you know, I am going to choose to stay here and, and, you know, do the homestead. And so it, and the homestead is my, is my thing too. So I have to take a 
I have to take responsibility for that. So if you are a single person doing that homestead, that is something that you'll have to definitely think about. So um, I'm definitely hoping to start selling some things. I just got a greenhouse, so I'm, I am trying to you know make money from my uh, homestead now. And um, so there are ways to make money going back onto the homestead as well. Now, if you go off grid, you're going to save even more money because you're not having to pay the different utility companies. But again, that is, we're not there yet. Uh, that is my goal. Uh, now, whether that happens or not, I don't know because, uh, you know, we try to make decisions as a family and my husband wants to be kind of off grid, but not totally off grid. So we'll still have, which I mean, that would be good. That would just help our bills. But again, you're putting a lot of money up front and you have to be mindful of the energy and, you know, the water uses. And, you know, there's a lot of things that go into homestead again. It's not just, hey, I'm going to have a garden and uh, I'm going to continue to my life. Like if you truly homestead, it's going to be a different lifestyle. So this was definitely a longer um, podcast, but I hope it does give you some information and it helps you uh, know kind of what to expect. And it's not always glamorous. Uh, you also have to have a strong stomach, you know, like dead animals, poop and uh, rotting things and all of that stuff. So you definitely have to have a little bit of a strong stomach as well. Um, and you have to be willing to get dirty. I mean, I am usually completely dirty all the time. Um, like I have my some of my videos on YouTube, I had dirty nails. Uh, and I have a scrub brush when I go take a shower, I scrub, scrub everything. Um, but yeah, there's there's that aspect of it too. So there's just a lot, lot going on in a homestead. It's not just, you know, one aspect of your life. Now, if you course, you can always just have a garden and that's fine. But for me, I think homesteading is way more than just having a garden. You can have a garden, you can grow food. But to be a homesteader, you are basically saying, I am going to kind of be away from society in some aspect, and I'm going to be self-sufficient. So, all right, guys, that was a long, long talk. But I hope really, I hope it really did help you guys. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. And I look forward to catching up with you guys uh, tomorrow. Bye.